Well, Ulysses, another series for the Tampa Bay Rays and another sweep. The Rays are, believe it or not, 19-3 and as of today. I'm collecting broomsticks in my house now, and that's getting to be a little bit of a problem, Kevin, but it's a problem I'd like to have. So let's talk about that right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure you check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, at Locked On Rays, I believe we're up to 900 subscribers. Let's get to number 1,000, I say. Uh, you can also find us on all the other traditional podcasting platforms. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us anytime, voice memo or otherwise, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your baseball franchise? Well, then this is a game definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimatebaseballgm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On. In the game, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Be sure to use all caps on that locked on. All right. The Rays um, keep rolling along here. Yeah, they do. I want to just uh, be shocked genuinely at something you said because I had a really fun weekend and I didn't really pay attention to our metrics as usual, as per usual. Yeah. The last time I left it on like Friday it was like 880. We we crossed to 900. I believe we did. The last I checked and and looked it up. Wow, um, that's awesome. So, Thank you guys so much. Yeah, oh, let's guys, let's keep you, it rolling here. You know what this means, right? If you've been with us, if you're an everyday, or you know how long it has taken for this process to 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 unfold. So we're only 100 away. What's 100? Uh, let's see. Could could Randy Rosarena get a hundred RBI this year? Well, he could. I wouldn't count on it, but I would say there are a hundred, at least a hundred people in the Randy Land section in left field. I feel like if all those people subscribed simultaneously, we'd be at that magic one K marker. I'm gonna I'm gonna put out a challenge here. If you're a race, uh, uh, an, a locked on race every day, and you go to a, uh, to the trop again, I've, we've said this before. You take a picture and you put hashtag locked on race. We're gonna retweet the heck out of it. First of all, and second of all, hey, ne the ne the guy that you're gonna be high fiving, and he's really into the game too. Tell him, hey, by the way, have you have you heard of locked on race? It's pretty good. You should check yeah. it out. So do that next time. That would be much appreciated. All right, let's get right into it. Our takeaways and observations from a eventful positive weekend for your Tampa Bay Rays. Ulysses, what do you got? I hope that I'm not going to be just like an old man yelling in the in the clouds for this um, because there's a lot of positive to, to take off from not only this season, but, but this series too. I want to focus on something that was kind of negative. And you're going I, to focus on a negative after a three game sweeper. 
And the team hold on, being at hold 19 on. and three and hitting a home run in every single ball game this season. Because it's not about the team. It's what uh, some other people did to the team. And that was the negative part. And I saw a lot of race fans also be upset at this. So I gotta, I, you know, I, I gotta use the platform. Okay. Jason Benetti is a terrific uh, play-by-play man. He has done wonderful work uh, for the community, and he is really knowledgeable and really good. He's also broken barriers as a gentleman with cerebral palsy to get where he's gotten at and get camera time, too. He's a role model. Like, the guy is amazing. Awful call for the walk-off in a national broadcast i understand he is a chicago white Sox play-by-play but he was not the chicago white Sox play-by-play on saturday he was not he was the national play-by-play guy so it really rubbed me the wrong way and i was thinking oh maybe ulysses maybe you're being a little bit too sensitive can you just please you know not be made of glass and then i went on anti-social media and i wasn't the only one that was made out of glass a lot of race fans noted the same thing over and over like and then other people from other fan bases were like, wow, this is what the race get. And so all the race fans had to say, no, 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 that's not a, that's the national play by play guy. So Jason Benetti, I just think like, you know, you, you, you gotta take your team hat off when you go national. And I, and, and I guess White Sox fans would be happy about this, but it's not the right tone. It was not the right way uh, to, to do that call. Uh, I'm just, I'm kind of disappointed because he's really good at his job. And, uh, and you turned me on to him. You told yeah. me, Hey, this guy's really good. You got to listen to him. So I have, so I, again, just very, very disappointed because that was a terrific game on Saturday and it was kind of botched by the way that he called it. Yeah. It's really interesting because I don't even really agree with the approach of, I would rather just have a quote unquote national broadcaster doing the national games on Fox as opposed to a guy that's well let me let me step back here if you're going to go with a local broadcaster for a national call I would think that you would maybe want to dive inside a little bit and and look at the tea leaves and say okay this race team is making and surpassing history we're at the trop Let's have Dwayne Stats or Andy Freed or somebody from the Rays end of things. I don't care if it's Rich Hollenberg, for God's sakes, if you want to do that. Whereas, and I know Jason Benetti has more of a national profile and has done national games, but I feel like, I don't know. I I feel like they maybe made a mistake by having the White Sox guy call the national game it'd be different. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like I'm talking in circles here. It just, it just smells a little funny having that set up the way it has. I mean, no raise whatever, input, what happened Kevin. to no Kevin raise Burkhardt input. or, um, or Joe Buck or whoever, I don't care. No raise input, man. Why, why isn't BA? It had to be Tom Verducci, who is a noted race hater. My goodness. Like, I, I just, I, I, again, race fans will never be national, uh, broadcast fans just because we know what they're going to say. Well, well the, the pesky rays are at it again. How are they doing it? This sh- they were legitimately saying stuff like, wow, this Shane McClanahan can really throw the ball hard. Like Shane McClanahan, are you serious? Like, are we really 
surprised what Shane McClanahan can do in a national broadcast? Like, you're supposed to already know this. Like, I don't know. It was just not good uh, not good news. And I know as a Rays fan, you are used to saying, you know what? When it's national, we go Rays radio. We link it up, sync it. But I was just so appalled. I, I could. It's like, you know, when you see, like, something horrible and you're like, I can't look away. That's exactly yeah. what was happening with the national broadcast. So I know it's it starts off a little bit on the rage side of race fandom, this podcast, but I don't think I'm the only one. And you know what? Drop it down in the comments if you felt the same way or you you saw nothing wrong with uh, Jason Manity's call, but I definitely did. All right. Uh, we got more to discuss uh, about what happened on the field as well, in addition to what to happened or what happened on the broadcast. But it's a Monday. I'm having difficulty talking. Haven't had <laughs> enough coffee yet. Um, but first, Ulysses, we have to tell the audience about something very important. Yes, we do. And that very important thing is to download Ultimate Pro Baseball GM. Like you said, Kevin, if they've ever dreamed of being a baseball GM, this is the game for you, okay? It is the coolest game. It's very realistic. You can manage every strategic aspect of your franchise. You can go through free agency. You can hire the right staff and coach. You know, maybe someday there will be a software update where you can hire the right play-by-play broadcasters too. Who knows? I mean, this game is going to get updates all the time. So what you have to do as a Locked On Race listener is download this game from your app store, and you will get a 100% free boost to your franchise when you use the promo code Locked On in the game store. Again, Locked On will get you a 100% free boost to your franchise, all in caps, okay? So go to your app store today and get started on your dynasty. Um, speaking of the broadcast angle for another sec, so... It was just Jason Benetti and Tom Verducci in the booth, correct? Yeah, I mean, from what I remember, I don't know who the sideline reporter was or if there was any. I, I don't remember them cutting to somebody, but maybe I'm missing it. Yeah. Well, that and there wasn't a former big leaguer as another insightful voice. I would have thought I know whether you like Alex Rodriguez or like AJ Pruszynski, whoever it may be, I would think that you'd want to stick a guy that has played the game to provide that angle. I don't have any issue with a three-man booth, especially on a national broadcast, but I would like right. to see what and how they play off both Bonetti and Verducci to uh, reporter media types with a guy who's swung a bat or thrown a baseball. And especially because you're seeing like a historic race start to the season, not even a race start to the season, but like in all of baseball, like this is not being seen. Uh, so what they're 19 and three right now, Kevin. Yeah. How many, how many seasons have we seen a team started the season 19 and three? I haven't. And unless you're a New York Gotham's fan, you haven't either. Whoever knew that there were Maroons and Gotham's in baseball. I didn't. Um, it's just disappointing. It's just disappointing because it, it again accentuates the fact that even if you are 19 and three, the Tampa Bay Rays will never get the right type of pool in a national broadcast. They literally took the Chicago White Sox play by play guy for this and no Rays input whatsoever. And when there's a yep. walk off, which was a very, very exciting play, 
if you listen to the call, you're like, why is he so upset? And once you know that he works for the White Sox, then you're like, oh, that makes sense. But and if just- anything, again, I'm I'm not uh, Mr. Executive Producer or Television President over here, but. If you're going to have Jason Benetti, have somebody from the Rays side of things, whether it's yeah. Doug Wechter or Brian Anderson, or just have have a White Sox voice and have a Rays voice. I, I think that might be the approach. Yeah, uh, all right. Yeah. So getting to what the Rays did on the field. Um, again, there's been so much talk and scuttlebutt. Of the Rays haven't played anybody. Their competition has been crap, and that's why they are now 19 and three. And yes, the White Sox are struggling mightily and uh, failing expectations as of thus far. But the Rays found a way to grind out and win difficult games. And I look at the starting pitchers for the opposition in those three games. Michael Kopech, not too shabby. Dylan Cease, not too shabby. Lucas Giolito, not too shabby. If that's not good enough for you, to give the Rays a little bit more respect, I can't help you, quite frankly. So that's yeah. one thing. The other thing, too, is I uh, got to give some love to Harold Ramirez. Just, man, oh, man. Underrated. Underrated. Unheralded. Yes. Unheralded. Yes. Unheralded Ramirez. Maybe that's a thing going <laughs> forward. But um, not just the pop. I mean, the pop on... <sighs> Friday's game where he hit a, a 415 foot bomb to right center. And he yeah. now has what five home runs on the season. And he hit six all last year, man. Yeah. Like I, I feel like this whole change of approach that we talked about during spring training that Motola was telling them, just know your strike zone and know which pitches you can do damage on. Those are the ones you attack. It seems so simple, but it's going to be very, very difficult to actually get the whole yeah. group to buy into this and to actually perform at a high level doing that approach. And they're doing it. Yeah. They're doing it. Like it's not only Yandy Diaz, it's also Harold Ramirez, uh, you know, pushing up the, 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 the power numbers before he got hurt. Jose Siri was, was showing also some pop too. Right. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, when you Whoa. have your, your number nine hitter is Christian Bethancourt, And sometimes Harold Ramirez, I guess, bad seventh. I mean, there, there's really not, many weak spots in this order one through nine it's just oh all you have to do is worry about yandi randy uh and and Bilau and wander no it's it's more than one through four you gotta think five through nine as well for the yeah. most part generally yeah um, if, if they're doing uh well like they're doing right now it's 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 an it's a very full and complete lineup but man like i just it's it to go back to back walk offs, it just shows again the resilience of this team. And I know when people say resilience in sports teams, it can get very uh, cliche. But tell me another word that <laughs> that you can. Yeah. Uh, they were they had that game on lock. You know, you you score four in the first on Friday. You're feeling good about yourself. I felt so good that I. You know how I'm with Jenks. I'm like I'm. I do not play with that stuff. But it looked like oh they're fine against Kopech. Yeah. Oh. So I, I I put a little tweet out there. I was like, oh, you know, it's 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 uh, you know, easy games are so nice, you know, or you know, whatever the heck right. it was the tweet. And then they start to Fauche gets to to get the dink and doinked, and then Beek starts to lose it and all that, and just walks and walks and walks. I'm like, I saw I saw the box the score from that game. There were 94 walks that the Rays allowed <laughs> in that game between on two uh, innings, Beeks and Chriswell and and Fauche. 
Yeah, just but you know what? That's so cool because usually it is the pitching that has to um, support the poor hitting, at least traditionally has yeah. been with this organization. And then that day, the offense said, you know what? No, we got you, boys. You always have us. We got you. And Brendan Lau, I mean, what? It, it's so cool to see a player that's so stoic, like 98% of the time. Right. Get hyped. You only really do see Brendan Lau being if there's an emotion it's like angry because like oh he, he took a bad swing so you can see it in his face or his actions or whatever but it's so cool to see brendan lau happy oh, yeah. I, I i am going to subscribe every time if he's able to show a little bit more more of that happiness side of him because it was so cool seeing him run first base and just like pump the boys up in the dugout like that was so cool yeah when you see everybody else having a good time it just permeates to even a guy like Brandon Lau that is so stoic and so calm and cool and collected. But speaking on Hill Ramirez for just another second, and again, I don't know how much of this is because of the launch angle revolution. We talked about Yandy Diaz and the launch angle uh, changes. Same thing with Hill Ramirez. His, his launch angle is at 13 degrees right now compared to 4.8 and 6.2 the last two years, respectively. Huh. And just watch Harold Ramirez closely and his approach. I love the middle away approach and being able to take it. It really doesn't matter if it's a 95 fastball, 96, 98 fastball up and away. He'll poke it the other way. Um, and, yeah. and if a pitcher tries to pitch him in, he can bring the hands in and pull it down the line. So he is really talented and dynamic in that approach. We know you know, historically, he's been the the seeing eye single kind of guy where he swings out of his shoes, swings so hard, and it's just a you know dribbler between the um, you know uh, shortstop and third baseman or, or second baseman and shortstop, and he still can do that. But we're starting to see him uh, drive the ball a little bit more, as evidenced by the power. So, and and of course, just everything that he provides with you know at at five foot ten and two hundred thirty two pounds, he can hustle. He'll, he'll, he'll go from first to third. He'll go from second to home. He'll leg out an infield single. So there's a lot to like about his game and how he fits into this raised lineup as well. So I just wanted to throw that out there is um, obviously yeah. what's going to stand out the most. It's just that, that home run that he, he mashed on Friday, but he also has shown as of late. Okay. In that same game, I can, I can draw a walk in that same game. I can hit the single the other way too. So um, th there's a lot to like about Harold Ramirez. And uh, you, you've seen how his type of play, which is hustle, hustle, hustle helps the other guys in the, in the, in the dugout too. Mm -hmm. I mean, not, not two weeks ago, Brendan Lau said, if you want to, if you're a kid and you're watching baseball, if you're an adult, that just enjoys the game. Just watch how Harold Ramirez plays. And, that's how the game should be played. Like that's, that's a very cool thing that another MLB player can say about you. Like that is a very, very, um, uh, you know, genuine comment and, and, and flattery there by Brandon Lau for sure. Oh yeah. So um, man, just look at the home runs that this team has who on the bingo card on, you know, late April would have had Yandy Diaz leading the team in home runs and have like, <laughs> eight guys with at least four homers. It's, it's pretty impressive and amazing yeah. from that perspective. And as you mentioned with the walk-offs where it's guys like, okay, everybody in the order has contributed and has made contributions at different times in this season at different moments. Um, but when you need your stars to be your stars, Brandon Lau and Randy Rosarena, those are the guys that can step up. And I fully expect the same from uh, Yandy D as more of a table setter 
type, but definitely Wander Franco to, you know, eventually be that guy as well. That's that's so true. I mean, Dave Wills used to say that. So good. Also, by the way, that they won on Dave Wills' day. Um, that that yeah. was really cool. Neil Solans actually said the raise win, raise win, raise win, which was pretty organic, and that was a really cool video too. Um, but no, what, when you say you don't have to worry about only four guys in the lineup, Dave Wills used to say when times are getting tough and when you know you, you're you got to win those games, your best players have to be your best players, and that's yeah. exactly what they showed. Brandon Lau and Randy Rosarena. I mean, imagine this this position. You have to walk Wander Franco to face Randy Rosarena. Yeah. Not an easy task. And I know you get the double play and maybe righty on righty, yada, yada, yada. You can talk yourself in circles with all the Excel spreadsheets that you want. It's not, I mean, I don't think it gets that easy to just go, oh, yeah, I'll definitely p- pitch to Arizona, who definitely loves the highlight spot and, and, and the spotlight. Right. Yeah, no, it's 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 really a, a tough situation, which is a good thing. Tough situation for the opposition. A good thing if you're the Rays and a Rays fan. Uh, but of course, the Rays have more games to play, and uh, that starts with the big bad Houston Astros. We'll discuss that. But sh- uh, first, we have to tell you that this show is brought to you by Better Help. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process especially because we're always growing and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you uh, connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. So you can discover your potential with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on MLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help H E L P dot com slash locked on MLB L O C K E D O N M L B. All right. Uh, well, the Tampa Bay Rays. Kevin. Welcome. Yeah. Well, we also have to tell a people. Oh, sorry, about man. I'm getting ahead of myself. It's a Monday, man. I am struggling on a Monday. I've only had uh, three cups of coffee. I need like a fifth or six, evidently. It, no, I, I I know exactly what you need right now. You need something healthy and delicious, and you know what that's called, Kevin? Built bar. That's what I need. I need a box of built bars right in front of me. Just have a a pigeon deliver them. Right well, you know what? Up. We might not have pigeons at Built Bar, but they have unbelievable flavors like peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream, coconut uh, almond. It's it's delicious, okay? It's like a candy bar, except that they have amazing macros. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. It's amazing. So although they do not have pigeon carrier yet, you can go, Kevin, today. Before you go to work, you can go to Walmart or Sam's Club, and you can get your specialty flavors, of course, at Built.com. So on your way to work, Kevin, you go to Walmart, you go to the pharmacy section, and you can grab yourself a four-bar box of cookies and cream or double chocolate bar. Or maybe you have a Sam's Club, and you grab a 13-bar box. You keep it on your desk at work, maybe brownie butter puff, uh, batter puff, and cherry puff. So you can you can thank me later, Kevin, and all of you listening. Just get your Built Bars today. Delicious and healthy snacks for you. Yeah, I really need some Built Bars right about now. I uh, 
Too many Coors Lights over the weekend killed brain cells. I think that's what happened, quite <laughs> frankly. Uh, all right. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays welcome the Houston Astros to town. Uh, the Astros sit at 12 and 10 right now. They did sweep the Atlanta Braves and the pitching matchups as they currently look uh, will be Taj Bradley versus Jose Urquidy, Luis Garcia versus Drew Rasmussen, and Hunter Brown versus TBD for the Rays. Luckily, uh, the home t- uh, the home team uh, will miss out on Framber Valdez and Christian Javier, um, but should be an interesting test uh, facing the defending World Series champions. I'm probably most curious and most interested to see how Taj Bradley fares against an Astros team, which has a lot of uh, pedigree and prestige and a lineup that includes the likes of uh, Bregman, Alvarez, Abreu, Tucker, Pena, Brantley, and the list goes on and on and on. Yeah, and it's pretty cool that both teams have their young hurler going in the series, Tosh and Hunter Brown, Mm -hmm. uh, respectively. That'll be cool to see. You know, these guys should be, you know the 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 next top of uh, of the rotation arms for for res- for their respective teams. So that'll be cool to watch. It would be nice if they had uh, matched up. I think that would have been really cool. Yeah. Uh, but no. I, again, th- this this Monday game with uh, Urquidy, he's done well. Three six six ERA, only a one one record, but he's been getting hit around and gets the walk. So I think he has a one point five. Yeah, one point five three whip. So. The Rays are going to have their their opportunities on Monday. They definitely will. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. I I know it's the Astros. I know it's a heck of a of a of a lineup. And Taj's, you know, has faced. You know, well, the Red Sox have, have a good lineup, uh, but yeah. the Reds not so much. I feel like this is his first real test of can oh, you yeah. get, can you navigate through a legit major league uh, lineup? I believe he can. But let's see about the the human aspect. I mean, is he going to get nervous? Is he going to be able to uh, slow down uh, his breathing and 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 remember, you know, to just not think so much and just uh, you know do what he's been able to do uh, mm-hmm. throughout his uh, career. So I'm go- I'm going to be very excited about this. But uh, Urquidy, I don't feel like that's so much of a uh, will be so much of a challenge for. For the race, I know this might be a Kevinism talking trash about the starting pitcher of the other right. team, and then get like only two hits off him. So banging on. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying away work. from that one. On yeah, but I, yeah. I I feel good. I feel good about how this lineup is doing. That Urquidy doesn't strike fear in me. Right, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would um, because Jose Urquidy has been, I think, very solid, very consistent, very good over his career. I am not going to do a Kevinism with him. I'm more <laughs> likely to do that with an Austin Voth or somebody I've never heard of. So I am uh, not touching that with a 10-foot pole. But for Todd Bradley, it's good that he gets to make the start at home. The Rays mm-hmm. are rolling, so the good vibes hopefully continue. And, of course, we know the Trop as uh, not just a friendly confines, but uh, Pitcher's Park as well, which makes what the Rays have done with the home run streak and trek that much more impressive. Which question does it continue? Do the Rays will they hit a home run tonight? Oh, I I like I like their chances against Urquidy. I really okay. do. And I think they only have uh, 
a righty staff right now. I don't know if it's by injuries or by design, the mm. Houston Astros. So maybe Josh Lowe gets into the action. That would be nice. I'll tell you what, uh, Josh Lowe has really a good knack of if there's maybe not necessarily for home run purposes, but if there's a slider breaking down and in just his ability to quickly and effectively drop the bat head, get the barrel of the bat down and, and hit it more or less down the line for a, a single or an extra base hit is is really impressive. So if you get an opportunity to to watch his quasi golf swings, yeah, uh, do that. It does look like that. Um, and you know, I think his his everybody knows that his big issue last year was anything above ninety four miles an hour. He was really struggling to to yeah. catch up. I forgot to say during that Cincinnati uh, series, he he went up and got a ninety six uh, mile an hour fastball. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and and punched it for a double. So very cool to see that. So yeah, maybe maybe Josh Lowe gets into the action tonight against Arcadia and hits a bomb. But now no, th- this should be a very exciting series. Everybody that's saying soft schedule, soft schedule. Well, I mean, okay, tell me about the Houston Astros. So hopefully they do well against them so we can stop listening to, to that, you know, chatter. Yeah. Um, I, I know this is for a longer discussion, but and maybe this is something we we bring up again later on in the week, but I I'm, I'm on the uh, train to a hundred. Let's do it, dude. I, and you're, you're starting to like get me to maybe look at tickets for that 100 train ride. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at, at, at tickets for the train. I, I think to get on like 95% of the fan base has already bought tickets. So you better get on board relatively quickly. This is like I a know, it, good concert. I know, tickets it, are it, selling it, out. They're like hotcakes. And you know what? I, I said 94 b- before the season, but I think 100 so difficult. But you're starting to make sense, Kevo. You're starting to make sense, and, and the people are hyped up. And you know what? Undefeated at the Trop 2023. Very cool. I would love if that were to keep going. But, of course, with the Houston Astros, it's going to be a little bit tough to just sweep yeah. them. But, oh, man, it would be so I know my uh, 162 and 0 is out the window, but yeah. 81 and 0 at home. Is still alive. So that's <laughs> happening. Yeah. Okay. I, I, will, we'll I can guarantee you this. If the Rays go 81 and zero at home, they will definitely be winning a hundred ball games in the regular season. I think if they go 81 and oh, Kevin, uh, just give them the world series trophy. Yeah. yeah that 100%. might be nice as yeah. well. All right. Uh, thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Continue to listen to us. Uh, we'll have a lot of fun going on later on this week. Hopefully we'll have uh, Evan Klosky join the program as well. So stay tuned and see what we have to say about game one of the Rays Astro series on tomorrow's program. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we will talk to you tomorrow.